All right, welcome everybody to our latest Between the Races podcast on the MX Vice Network. Thank you everyone for listening and supporting the site. We really appreciate it. We first like to thank our sponsors in Fly Racing, Monster Energy, Fox, Parts Europe, Scott, Bell Helmets, Achebis, AS3 Performance, Kawasaki UK, KTM UK, and of course, Even Strokes for all their incredible support as without them, none of this would be possible. All right, for this episode, we've got a cracker with special guest in WZKTM MX2 Speedster, Mike Werder, fresh from his excellent showing at the ADAX in Bielstein. How's life, mate? Thanks for joining us, and uh, congratulations on a great weekend. Some excellent speed and riding to get third overall, even though you probably could have won without a crash in the third moto. Yeah, hello, everyone. Um, the weekend started really, really good in the ADAX. Um, on Saturday, in the first moto, I went second. And then on Sunday, I could won the second moto. Um, at the beginning of the moto, I have had a good battle with Oriol, my Spanish teammate. And then I didn't know, but he did a big mistake. So, yeah, I have the track for me alone there in front and won the moto. But then in the last moto, it was me who did the mistake. And that cost me a lot of places. And then I was far away in the back. So, and then on this track, really, really difficult to pass. But I made my way up to 12 or 11. So, yeah, it was good enough for third overall. With that, I'm happy. But in the overall, I'm really disappointed of myself. So, yeah, but at the end, we did again a team podium there. So, I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, mate, it was a good day and you looked really good. The starts were largely really good too, mate. So you must have been happy with that because the track looked quite sort of sort of narrow and twisty and it looked uh, it looked like it was a really nice setting actually where it was. Um, yeah, good for the spectators in certain sections. But yeah, you must have been pretty happy with the actual riding part because and, and you obviously didn't mind battling with your teammates because obviously Oriol and uh, Kato, they were sort of pushing you pretty hard, mate, in certain sections and you didn't mind mixing it up there. Yeah, the track was pretty well. One part of the track was like perfect with ruts in in the woods, but the other part was a bit hard and slick, so there was like ice, but mm. it was still really fun track. And yeah, my teammates there was pushing. <laughs> they are not slow, so it was really fun there. Yeah. We had a good time and good battles. So um I excited for the next races. Yeah, mate, it should be good. And yeah, it must have been a bit of a confidence boost. Obviously, Oriol's sort of battling in the top 10 and top five in, in MX2 at the moment. He's doing really well. Did you sort of gain a bit of confidence in that? I guess you kind of caused him the crash. That's kind of good little confidence boost. And you can run that pace, mate, moving forward to the next GPs. Will you be at, at Lockett? Will be your next one? Yeah, Lockett will be the next one. And yeah, for sure, Oriol is at the moment really, really strong. And yeah, I'm trying to follow him, do as good as I can to stay in front when I'm in front. And yeah, look at this in two, three weeks. And I'm already really excited because speed is getting better and better. I need some more training, but it's coming better. <laughs> yeah, mate, talk us through the, the season so far in MX2. Obviously, it's a really stacked class. So many talented riders. Um. You know, you're familiar with it, but it's um, you must be really enjoying it, testing yourself in there and 
you know, just building a bit of momentum. Obviously, Latvia and Germany, there's there's been some positives to take from those weekends. And then obviously, ADAC on the weekend. So how are you finding it, mate? And it must be a great test of your skills and to develop your craft. Yeah, this year, the MX2 is really, really strong. Um, many talents was coming up. So, yeah. And the at the beginning of the year, I struggled a lot with my injury, with my knee. So I had actually no preseason and started in Frauenfeld. And there, poof, track was really, really tough. It was rutty, deep. And yeah, normally I like, but to start the season on the track like this, it's not easy. But I tried to find my fun and with the Swiss fans there, it was amazing. <laughs> Even if my riding was not good there, I still find some fun with the friends, uh, fans. Um, yeah, there was, I gained there a lot of confidence with this and yeah. We keep moving forward from there and get better and better. So, and also my fitness was getting better. And then we came to Latvia. Actually there, I was not really fit. Uh, the week before I was sick and couldn't train the whole week. But I was feeling good on the track. Uh, did some good starts. And then in second moto was really muddy. <laughs> was raining a lot, but the start made it a bit easier for me. And then I could ride a little bit the pace from the front guys some minutes, and then I lost a bit. But I'm still happy with two times in the 12th position. And overall 13, it's the best result so far. And then we moved on to Germany with a really good feeling. There, I struggled a bit also with crashes and bad starts. But in the overall with P sixteen and P fifteen there, I'm yeah, I'm happy for that. But we know we can do it better and we will work on it. Yeah, just talk us back to that that home GP, mate. Must have been a special atmosphere. Um yeah, you could see that, you know, they were really into it, the fans, mate. Um obviously Swiss motocross is uh, in a good place. You got plenty of plenty of good guys led by Jeremy Sewer and Gio and obviously Tonus in the past. So um you know, there's been some really good riders coming out of there, mate, and you can feel the, the sports growing back home. Yeah, at first, for sure, I was really not ready for this race. Um, but, you know, it's home GP, and in Switzerland, you don't see so much uh, MXGP. So I really wanted to ride there. And then we say, okay, let's do it. But, yeah, we did our best. And... Hopefully, it's coming back to Switzerland. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, next year also. And yeah, it was really, really nice because the Swiss fans are always crazy and they love motocross. So, yeah, it's just an amazing thing, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just tell us a bit about more about your team, mate. How is it having those, obviously, Kenda Dyke is your trainer, isn't he? And, um, you know, work and obviously Mick Hell's come into the team, Harrop, and he was saying, you know, you guys have been really good to him, helping him, you know, learn some things when I spoke to him last week. And and he said that he hopes that he's been able to help you guys back as well. Um, So it sounds like a good balance and a good dynamic within the team, mate. So how grateful are you for that situation you're in? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really thankful that Ken is here this year. He is a really, really good guy. I enjoyed a lot with him and I can learn some stuff. He was a good rider back in the days. He's not my size, so he's a bit taller, but I can still learn a lot of a lot from him. And yeah, with my teammates, Oriol is really fast, Kato is fast, Mikkel is fast, so we can learn a lot from each other. And yeah, we are a really good team. We are look for each other and try to to make a good feeling with yeah, you know, with each other like friends. And yeah, they are really good riders and you can just learn from them. Yeah. And I was gonna ask, how have you dealt with the sort of the pressure and the expectations uh of, of the MX two level? Obviously many fast guys and and so, you know, just so competitive and sort of is the aim by the end of the year to sort of break into the top ten. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Pressure is actually pretty high because I'm already 20. The young talents are coming. And yeah. But I didn't expect much from me this year, uh, especially for the beginning, because this injury kicked me back a lot. Um, Last year, at the end of the year, I was also injured. So it was a long off, um, off the bike. So, yeah, my goal is for sure top 10. Um, we're coming closer, but it's still a lot of work to do. But we will fight for it. And, yeah, it's not easy in the MX2, but this is this nice thing in motocross. You can fight a lot and get better and better. Yeah, and it's just great experience for you being out there, knowing what you need to see and achieve to get to the level of guys like Adamo, DeWolf, Benestant, Yago. There's just, just so many Van der Moesdijk. Um, so what what sort of things have you taken from them and mate? And who do you think wins that MX2 title fight? Because it's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, it's already a lot of red plate changes. So it could be an interesting season going on. So who will win? Hmm. Difficult to say. <laughs> Anything can happen, you see, with the riders. Yeah. Yago crashed. Kai had a little injury on the foot. And uh, now Adamo is in the lead. So difficult to say who will take it. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's just great racing. This like your class and MXGP. So much great racing. So much to enjoy for the fans. And yeah, it should should be just really good to be watching in Indonesia this weekend, mate. But um, yeah, just sort of looking back at the EMX, the pathway, it's obviously working really well, the 125, 250, then to MX2. There's so many great talents. You know, the system's clearly working really well. Um, What's your thoughts on that? And then your, your thoughts on the step up from EMX250 to MX2 in general? It's a pretty big step. Or do you feel it's not so bad? Yeah. Um, I need to say I started really late to go international racing. Um, in the last year of the 85, I started a little bit of other racing. But uh, we moved up early to 1 to 5 and started with the EMX 1 to 5. But at the beginning, I struggled a lot. And uh, yeah, I had some hard times to get qualified and pass in the days. It, the classes was full and yeah 
then second year of the EMX one to five, we did a lot better. We did some top ten, and then we went to the last year of the one to five in two thousand nineteen, and there I was looking everything very well. Um, in the beginning of the year, I had some good preseason races. Uh, went on the podium in Mantova, and then we moved on from there. We did one two podiums in the EMX one to five. And then the Junior World Championship, what was one of the best experience I ever had. I went third and yeah, it was for the moment the best achievement for me. And then, then stepping up to the 250, um, like we see in the one to five, I struggled also a bit to change the bike. Um, this second year I went already to reset uh, WZ with with the racing team, um, yeah, and started there to do some good pro progress. But as many know, I I was a lot injured in the past years, and made it not easy for the whole thing. But we must keep working for it. We did some top tens in the EMX two fifty, and after last year, yeah, what can I say? Beginning of the year struggle with an injury. In the middle of the year with an injury, so it was a year to forget, mm -hmm. <laughs> like we can say. But yeah, we get still an offer for MX two, and we get it. And we take it, and yeah, it's it's going good so far. We do some progress, and uh, we will still work on it. Yeah, yeah, mate. It's pretty cool to you know looking back. Obviously, you just sort of have those sort of turning points where you sort of take the next step up. So hopefully, that one's pretty soon for you and MX two as well, mate. And I wanted to ask, what was your sort of uh, background in getting into dirt bikes? Was your dad a rider, and uh, what age did you start riding, mate? Yeah, back in the days my dad was riding. I don't know if you know the series Imba. It's a little European championship, like a bit smaller. And yeah, he started racing. And then when I was little, we went watching. I have two brothers also. Then my big brother started riding. And then one day I wanted to start riding. So yeah. Like this, begin everything, and then I have also a little brother. Then he started riding, and then the whole family was riding. <laughs> yeah, it was actually pretty fun with all together with my brothers, my dad. I at one point we all was racing. Me, my brother in one to five, me in eighty five, my little brother also with me. It was a really fun time. Um, I think for my parents, not so easy with three kids yeah. riding motocross. <laughs> yeah, but we had a good time. So then, yeah, we started the training with some trainers, and then on one point, they saw a little bit talent in my riding. It was like in two thousand fourteen. And yeah, sorry, I forget when I start to motocross. <laughs> I no, think it cool. was around, around four years old. Yeah, 
something like that pretty early. Yeah. And yeah, from there starts everything. <laughs> oh, mate, it's impressive. It's pretty cool. The whole family was going racing. And, and did you used to watch MXGP and, um, you know, AMA, Supercross and Motocross? Did you have any idols you looked up to in particular, mate? Like, you know, Ken Roxon, or Tomac, or Stuart, Carmichael, all these kind of dudes? Well, I watched a lot. Um, I think it was more EMA Nationals, what I was watching. And there was Stuart, Carmichael, yeah, Dunchy, these guys. I love them all. It was so amazing to watch them. And yeah, from there, I wanted also to be like them and start training and continue for there, from there. <laughs> Yeah, they had good idols to look up to for sure. And I was going to, wanted to get your thoughts on the qualifying race, uh, the points format they've introduced this year. Have you found that a positive thing, a negative thing? Because there's a lot of different opinions about it. For the top guys, I think it's positive. For me, at the moment, yeah, it's a bit difficult to get these points. Um, but we are working on it. So for me, it's like, it was from before. I'm just losing a bit points to front guys. But at the moment, I'm not there to fight for some positions. So I think for some guys, it's a good point, And for some guys, not. Yeah, what can I say? Mm. When you ride in top 10, it's a good thing, I think. <laughs> nah, mate, you'll be but... there soon. <laughs> Yeah, we are working on it, and that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. And um, another one that uh, you know divides opinion is the age rule in MX2. Do you like that? Are you for it or against it? Yeah, it's I think till twenty three. So I have not so long to go. I get twenty one this year. Um, yeah, it would be nice to do it a little bit longer, but. It's for everyone the same. In the like in the email nationals, there I think it's no age limit. So it's a lot different there. But when you write when you can write till twenty eight in the MX two class, I don't know if it's still fun with guys who have a lot of experience and then the small guys, but actually it's a good thing, I think. <laughs> And is your aim obviously to to one day graduate into MXGP, mate? That's that's the goal, isn't it? For sure, for sure. That's a big goal to get in the MXGP class and mixing up mixing up there. It's a big way, but that's a big goal. Yeah, absolutely. And even you know, riding in the ADAC or a championship like the British Championship, that's always good too. You come race in Australia, mate. The series is excellent here as well, <laughs> mate. But um. Obviously, I wanted to ask you, obviously, you do your motocross and that's professional and you're brilliant at it, but you also do the studying, mate. So tell us a bit about that and what you're studying and how it's going. Yeah, um, I don't really know how it calls in English, but I'm learning a job as a, how you say, like a businessman on the, yeah. on the office in the, yeah. yeah. Um, now I'm in the third year. I finished it yesterday. <laughs> I had a big exam and now it's one year to go to finish the whole thing. And yeah, 
I'm doing that because in Switzerland it's not easy without a job and you never know in motocross everything can happen and I just wanted to be ready for it when something happened you know but this we don't want <laughs> yeah, but right. I have the time to study and doing this all between the trainings so we're doing great I think <laughs> Yeah, that's really cool, mate. I was setting yourself up for after motocross as well. You've got some qualifications and skills. That'll be really cool. And I wanted to ask, will you be hopefully going to the Motocross of Nations this year at NA? Obviously, you've done it in the past. It, it must be an incredible event. And Switzerland's got a pretty good team. Obviously, we we touched on C was sort of the figurehead, but Gio, Tonus, Grumman as well. He's a great rider coming through. So it must be pretty cool, mate. And that's on the radar for you. Yeah, we have three or four good riders in Switzerland with Brumann, Tonus, as you say, with Guillo and Siever, it would be amazing to ride again there. Um, but yeah, what can I say? It's not my decision. So we will see who will go. But it would be really great to go there because Erne is also a nice track. I feel amazing there. And to, to ride for your own country, it's yeah, just amazing. It's a it's a big thing on your shoulders, but it's just amazing. <laughs> right, also with the with the guys from the US, it's so cool. Yeah, mate, and the atmosphere and the crowd, and it's a good goal to look forward to for sure for the second half of the season. I was going to ask, do the guys like Siwa and what we just talked about? Do you talk to them much? Do they help you a bit? Do you, are you sort of friends with them as well? Yeah, to Siwa, I have good contacts. He's a really, really good guy. Is yeah. He's really nice to me and help a lot. And when I have questions, I can ask him, he will answer. And I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, what I wanted to say is Siver is just a really nice guy. He's he's trying to help every, everyone. And if I have questions, I can just ask him, he will answer and or trying to answer me. And, and I really appreciate it because it's not normal that the guy helps everyone because you know, these, not everyone help everyone in the motocross. Yeah. So it's really nice from him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a great, he's great for the sport and he's great for Swiss motocross too, mate. And there must be having, you know, someone like that to lean on is pretty impressive. And do you think one day we can see Jeremy get that uh, world title? Cause he's come so close in the past, mate. And he probably was the favorite heading into this year. Like in those preseason race, I was doing podcasts with the, with the boss and various other writers and journalists and we were like he was looking so good in those pre-season races so hopefully we can see him we're battling for the championship and win one soon because it'd be so good for switzerland wouldn't it oh it would be really really nice for him and our country and yeah the past years he was a lot of time second so i think he have really good chance i think this year started a, a bit hard for him mm -hmm. he had a hard time but I would really like him to be one time MXGP world champion. It would be so amazing to see a Swiss guy to do the world champion. So, and he, I think he has the best chance for it at the moment. Yep. And I hope for him he will do it one day. <laughs> yeah. And do you do you pass on your knowledge and and things you've learned to the younger riders and and other Swiss riders? Like obviously Greutzmann's in the EMX classes and. You know, what would you say to them, you know, or young, any young motocross rider? What are the keys to success? Is it work hard, 
lots of sacrifice, lots of persistence, all that kind of thing? For sure, it is work hard <laughs> and believing on your dreams. And yeah, in Switzerland, it's a bit difficult. The tracks are so different. And I think the main thing is for Swiss guys to start racing international. That otherwise it's really difficult to grow up. Uh, like the other class, it's a really good class to to start. And yeah, what can I say? It's just just try it. I think and keep pushing. <laughs> Yeah, and obviously the mental side of motocross is so so difficult, and it's you know it's all in really. It's just so much pressure. Um, do you have any hobbies as, apart from the studying away from the sport? Do you like to play golf or play other sports or video games, anything like that, mate? Yeah, one after time. Sometimes I like also video games. Yeah, like you say, and yeah, I really like to go on the bicycle, mountain bike, or road bike. It's really nice. Back in the days, I could train with some good mountain bike guys. So I think I have it from there. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I like to do stuff with my friends. And that's that's all, I think. Yeah, you There's probably don't more, have... much, yeah, yeah. that's much, not much more time for other <laughs> things. <laughs> no, that's cool, mate. But, um, yeah. I was going to ask you, what would you say are your best memories of motocross so far? Your best moments, best races? Uh, you know, obviously you've mentioned some of them, but have you got one or two that stand out particularly? For sure, it is the Junior World Championship with the third place. Uh, we came there with not much expectations. We was already on podium there. On in the AMX class, I think. And yeah, we was just going for it. We have no pressure, nothing. And I was riding really well there. Front guys was just a bit faster. <laughs> but I'm pretty happy about this day there. Uh, I will never forget this moment. So I think for now, this is one of the best day for me. And also when I could ride the nations in 21, it was a really nice experience to ride for your own country. It was a bit the mother there, but it was still fun and I enjoyed it. It was a bit shit because it was, I think, after the Corona time and mm. in between the season and not all the countries was coming for it, but I hope for the future I can go again so I can battle with them and do some more experience. Yeah, mate, it's all learning. And just looking at yourself, uh, what are some of the key areas of, of your riding you're looking to improve, mate? Obviously, your starts are pretty good, as we saw on the weekend. So just some things in particular you're working on at the moment? At the moment, one part is my fitness level because, yeah, I actually had no preseason. Um, there I was maybe two weeks on the bike, but yeah, it's coming better and better. Um, the moment I'm in a good shape, so it's just the speed what we need to get better. 
Um, and this is also coming with my good starts. I I can ride longer and longer there in front. So I think it's just more racing for me. And from that, it will get better, I think. Yeah, between you and Oriol, mate, you've got the starts dialed, that's for sure. And whereabouts are you training most of the time? Obviously, you spend a lot of time in Germany. Do you go to Lommel and, and other countries? And, and what sort of balance between sand and hard are you doing, mate? Yeah, it depends on the races. Um, normally, we train a lot in the sand, especially in the preseason, because, yeah, I'm Swiss guy, Oriol is a Spanish guy, Kata is a German guy, so... We are hardback riders, yeah. so we need we need more time in the sand. And actually, we train a lot in Germany. We have some good tracks around there. At the moment, it's all a bit dry, but we're not. <laughs> uh, we are not a lot in Germany, actually, because it's a lot of racing. It's traveling yeah. all the time. So we are a bit everywhere. And yeah, before... Hardback races, we go hardback before sand, we go sand. So, yeah. <laughs> and you're comfortable on the bike, mate? Everything's good? The settings are good? You've found a good, you know, balance between everything? And do the other guys, they help you a bit with setup? And Ken, I'm sure, helps you. So you found a good balance with it all? Yeah, at the beginning of the season, I struggled a lot with myself. Um, I get all the time arm pump. Um, because of that, I changed a lot on the bike. I like many of the guys know. I was a rider who was riding like like a Harley rider because my handlebar was so flat. <laughs> and then this we changed some weeks ago. I changed my handlebar, my riding style a little bit. Um, I get I get the tip from somebody, and I'm really thankful for that. And since that, I feel actually pretty comfortable on the bike and find more fun also. And yeah, at the moment, the setting I really like on my bike. I'm happy with it. Yeah, cool, mate. And I was going to ask you, what's the reason behind the number 696? Is there any particular sort of uh, <laughs> superstition behind that or anything? Uh, no, not really. Yeah, you know it's a six nine, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really like the no. I really like the number. Uh, yeah, at the beginning I was riding with the ninety one. Uh, I think it was from Silver, yeah, and it was a really nice number. But yeah, one day it was not possible anymore because I was stepping up, and then I needed to change my number and. I wanted a number what nobody have. That's my own number. And then somehow I came on this and I like the look on the bike with this number and uh, I I love it. <laughs> that looks good, mate. And just uh just a couple more for you. Any any particular tracks you're looking forward to throughout the rest of the season? Uh I'm assuming you're probably gonna be pretty good at Lockett and, and then Lommel after that. How do you like that one? Yeah, Lockett is new for me. Um, I never raced there or watched there. So I'm really looking forward for that. And uh, track looks fun. It's a bit sketchy ground, but the layout looks really nice. 
And also Lommel this year, it's also new layout layout for us. So I also really looking forward for that. Yeah. And the rest of the tracks I already know. Finland is also near Trakelisten for us. And yeah, for Machura I think is also this year again. So I really looking forward for that. It's a nice old school track and I pretty like it. <laughs> yeah, cool, mate. Good, some good stuff to look forward to. And um, you're going to be watching the Indonesian GP this weekend, mate. And who do you think is going to win uh, in MXGP and MX2? Do you think Prado sort of keeps up his good form and who wins the class you race in? Yeah, now this time I can watch. <laughs> also nice one time. Um, but yeah, for sure I wanted to ride there, but with the money, it's a little bit difficult to go there and get everything. And yeah, so this time we watch. And the MXGP class, yeah, for sure, Prada is a big favorite <laughs> because Jeffrey is not here. And yeah, I'm really hoping for Seaver, but Prada is at the moment really, really strong. So. I think I will go for Prado and in the MX2 class. Difficult to say. Gert is not full in shape. Uh, Kyle Wolf, I, I don't know how it is, how he is at the moment. So big favorite is Adamo and yeah, I think for sure also Ben is done. So yeah, in the MX2 class, difficult to say. Every day, a lot of guys can battle for the win there. So we will see. <laughs> Do you think uh, Mikel Harrop gets on the podium, mate? Obviously, great speed in Germany. Do you think he's got a chance? I think he does. I really think also he had also back in the years good races also on the podium. So, and now he get getting comfortable with the KTM bike. So you get. I think he will get soon the chance to to do that and especially for the team, I think would be really, really great to stand on the podium. Um, so, yeah, I was hoping for that, that he will do it good. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Uh, well said. And I was, just lastly, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to thank anyone, uh, in particular family, friends, the team. Um, just give them a shout out and uh, where, where the fans can follow you and, and check out your stuff. Yeah, for sure. I want to thank all my sponsors here in Switzerland who are believing in me um, because it's not easy to to go behind a guy who is who had not really good achievements the last past um, years yeah and I'm really thankful for that that they're still believing in me and helping me and also the team is still believing in me um, for the third year and uh, we have a good time there good teamwork so I'm thankful for that and yeah a big thanks to my family um, my dad my my mother my brothers they're all good to me so I'm thankful to everyone who stand behind me and supporting me <laughs> Yeah, mate, well said. And before before we let you go, we'll just thank our sponsors in Fly Racing, Monster Energy, Fox, Parts Europe, Scott, Bell Helmets, Acherbys, A3 Performance, Kawasaki UK, 
KTM UK, and even Strokes for all their incredible supporters. Without them, there is no us. So thanks again, Mike. All the best with everything in the future, mate. You're definitely going in an upward trajectory, and we hope to speak to you again soon. Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, mate.